as you go uh, digging deeper into computer science, at least I noticed that more and more I was doing not creating or using intelligent, magnificent machine learning algorithms, but I was actually learning to powerfully manage files on the disk. My name is Jukka Paulin and I'm a software developer. This is 2018 and I'm starting a series where I'm, uh, I don't know, telling about my trade, what I do and what kind of things I like to play on. Since 1984 I have done some kind of a programming. In 1984 my dad bought us a Commodore 64 and that was a machine that really changed my life. My dad had encountered computers I guess pretty much in his uh, work even though he was coming from a materials department in the 60s and working basically with uh, all kinds of uh, tangible materials, uh, cement, rock, metals, things, doing projects and so on. Even then in the 1980s, uh, one of the primary machines that you actually touched was the computer, because the computers helped organize people, money and material flows. I remember first encountering PCs, probably also at the end of 80s. There were some Olivetti computers and all these and uh, my dad was fetching some documents from his workplace and I got uh, to see for the first time a kind of a business computer. It had a monochrome display. I think it was green and black and my dad, you know, impromptu on the spot he made this kind of a slalom game. So he drew some ASCII characters on the screen and left a couple of spaces in between these minus lines and I had to go slalom, like ski in between these lines where there was a break and as you scrolled the screen it seemed like you were going downhill and I was uh, naturally I was like taken away by this demonstration. Computers are real fun. They are a toy. Uh, and I think even in work life it's really important to keep this sense of enjoyment. When I was introduced to programming in um, Helsinki University of Technology, it's nowadays called Aalto University, but I started 1998 in the computer science department. Programming was actually a little bit different than I would, what I had kind of like already learned uh, up until then. Computer science department took a very neutral language uh, which, which didn't emphasize much about the syntax or format or, or particular strange uh, hacks within the language. They used a language called Scheme, which is a kind of a Lisp 
variant. And this was a really uh, great experience, but it was also pretty difficult for me to suddenly change the way I think. You see, from, from 84 up until 1998, I had really intensely programmed with these classical imperative languages. An imperative language exactly tells the, the computer or, or the registers what to do, you know, add something, fetch a byte, uh, compare these strings, do this and that. And there are actually five different kinds of paradigms in the world. And imperative programming is, is one. And I had already spent some 14 years doing this kind of a, a thing. I'd done it with uh, Commodore 6502 processors, assembly language. I'd done it with the Intel assembly language. I'd done it with Pascal C at least these languages, all of those were quite close to the machine, uh, quite, uh, well, the style I used was this kind of a like ad hoc hacking. Oh yeah, and of course I programmed it in, in quick basic, so basic on the DOS. So I came to uh, Helsinki University of Technology and I was kind of taken aback by this, this uh, strange viewpoint of programming. I did very well on the scheme class. Theoretically, I got uh, five out of five. I got the best grades. But when it came down to actually programming an exercise with that language scheme, I was bad. And I struggled uh, doing the, the, the minor as-you-go exercises also. I was really bad in them because because I just felt like I had a headache whenever I had to think about this way of... Uh, first of all, uh, Scheme uses a reverse Polish notation uh, and Lisp as a language is said to be a lot of silly parentheses, L-I-S-P. So yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> maybe I got in, in the Scheme class what I really benefited later on was when I was trying to match JavaScript and, and Java, all these parentheses. Uh, it both gave me a really strong uh, flashback, but also I was kind of like battle-hardened parentheses finder and closer. I'll cut this uh, podcast at this point. Um, please report any plosives, uh, disturbing noises apart from that uh, dishwasher you just heard beeping and generally give me some pointers of, of did you find this entertaining or useful and uh, what would you like to hear next because we have a lot to cover we're gonna go from the year 1998 to 2018 preferably within the next couple of months it's 20 years babe yeah, thanks for listening. This is Jukka and uh, please uh, give some feedback.